Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. You know who we are. I'm Jerry Foley, Chris Bizignano, nobody beats the biz. No music today, guys. I'd probably play taps uh, if I had the choice. But before we get going, uh, let me uh, thank our sponsor, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, located at 9600 Pacific Avenue in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. A huge selection of spirits, including 21 beers on tap. They have 18 widescreen TVs and the NFL Sunday ticket, so you can watch your favorite NFL, sun, uh, NFL team while scarfing down some of their delicious options on their menu, menu, including my personal favorite, the Mardi Gras shrimp. So if you find yourself vacationing on the South Jersey Shore, head over to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern and tell the owner, Sam Fitzpatrick, that the Giant Insider sent me. That's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Diamond Beach, just between Wildwood Crest and Cape May. The best shuck in town. Whew! Wow! Oh, man. Um, this one ranks up there, Chris, with Deshaun, Pisarchik, Trey Junkin, Brian Westbrook. Uh, this is among the worst of the worst for Giant fans. Um, this was an embarrassment of epic proportions. There's a lot of blame to go around. Um, look, you know, I had 50 people in a watch party yesterday celebrating after Kayvon Thibodeau, and this should be known as the Kayvon Thibodeau game, but it's not, unfortunately, um, where he gets a fourth down sack and, and, and we're all like practically virtually high-fiving each other. And then uh, all hell broke loose, as it, as it has all year. Um, it, it's a, this is an unbelievable collapse. I don't know how they do it. I mean, it's, it's beyond words at this point, Chris, and I feel bad for Giant fans. I feel bad... For the 80,000 or whoever attended that game in the rain, I feel bad for you having to go and watch it. I, I'm dead serious, man. It, it's this is uh this is unbelievable. I mean, just when you think it can't get lower, it gets lower. And everybody says, is this the low point? No, I keep saying the end of the season is gonna be the low point. But man, Chris, we gotta dissect this one. Um, so much blame to go around here. This is uh this was a this was an embarrassment, Chris. I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely. What other way? What other way can you uh, sum it up? Right? Yeah. yeah. There was an embarrassment the way they lost the game. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, it was up there with some of the <laughs> devastating slash ridiculous losses over the years to a team you got beat. Um, and then you know you miss the field goal and the Jets go down a field, and somehow another tie. And even the Jets announcer, I just heard his. I just heard his call. Uh, this morning when he when they kicked the over, field goal in overtime, he was like, somehow or another, the Jets won this game. Yeah, yeah. I went downstairs after the uh, – uh, before the field goal attempt. I actually went downstairs where the Jets got – Giants got the ball back. I thought it was over. I was getting ready, I was getting ready for the post game. Sure. Get up at a screen by the uh, – outside the, uh, you know, downstairs in the tunnel, and, uh, and I saw good old Mr. Field goal, and I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And um, – you know, even then, it just felt like the Jets weren't going to be able to do anything. And and, they, and Zach Wilson, you know, who – if you watch Zach Wilson during the season, you know, you see people saying, like, he, the guy couldn't hit the side of a barn. And then all of a sudden, he'll make some great throws. Seems to thrive on chaos a little bit, Chris, that kid. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, um, that people – tech. I had people texting me uh, during the game um, saying, oh, my God, I can't believe Zach Wilson's this bad. How do you miss those throws? This guy's he, – he's not even a high school quarterback. And I yeah. remember texting back saying, uh, you know, uh, chill chill with it, dude, because all of a sudden he'll make a great throw on you. Well, he made two yeah. on the Giants at the end. Yeah. 
Um, so you play a great defensive game and still, you know, you give up two big plays at the end. And then the overtime was a Dory. I don't know what the hell he was doing. It was, he was running into the receiver without turning his head. I mean, come so, on. You, know, you get into it. You, you said there's a lot of blame to go around. So you could start it off. Start off with some of the blame, Gad. Yeah, look, um, I uh, let's start with coaching, right? Because, unfortunately, we have to talk about it. Um, the biggest issue I had in that game early on was the 47-yard field goal. Uh, I didn't know why he tried it, right? And so everyone's going to say, well, the kick at the end. We'll get to that. I understand the fourth and one trying a 47-yarder in the rain and wind when Gano is – something's wrong with Gano, obviously, whether it's mental, physical. I don't know, right? The Giants are the CIA, like you say, with, with, with injuries, right? Um, so I don't know. I mean, you asked, I heard you ask him. I said, that oh, was Chris on the watch party. Oh, that was Chris asking about, you know, oh, says he's fine. I don't know. But that 47 yarder was a strange one. Um, they went for it. I, I would have just gone fourth and one and, 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 you know, tried there, but Chris, you know, everybody wants to criticize Dable for a lot. I think the one that stuck out was if you have a, and I'm not saying anything earth shattering here, but if you have a quarterback on your roster, that you don't trust to throw the forward pass. Why is he even on the roster? Um, I agree. When you had other guys come in, like what was comical about that, Chris, is all game long I'm going, we're not going to throw the ball. And I knew it. Like we're not going to throw a pass. And Saquon was running okay, and it was just like, oh, we're going to leave this to the defense. But, you know, th this had a this had a, a, a Joe Judge feeling with the Jake Fromm play. It wasn't that extreme, but it was, I trust nothing with this quarterback and this offense other than running. So that's all I'm going to do the whole game. So while I expected him to do it, it's just, it's, it's stunning that he did it. Because as the game went on, you're just like, they're just not going to throw the ball. And then the two you throw are screen passes in overtime. Uh, what the hell were you trying to gain there? Like, you have nothing to lose now. Like throw it down the field. So look, man, I, I, that's the biggest issue I had with this, with this coaching staff, um, having a guy on a roster who you had no faith in at all. And Tyrod Taylor has an injury history. So very likely could get hurt against his defense. And, and, and look after the game, when they asked him, I don't know who asked the question about running the ball. He said, well, that was the game plan today. Like bullshit. That's not, that was the game plan. Once Tyrod went out, sorry, Brian, I love you, but I can't keep sticking up for these decisions every week now. Like, you decided to do that because you had Tommy DeVito in. I had nothing to do with that was your game plan. Tyron Taylor was trying to throw the ball early on. Um, that was the biggest issue I have with coaching, Chris. There were some other weird decisions made, but that one. And I started off with the 47-yarder because that just seemed like a no-brainer to me. Like, why are you trying a field goal in this rain and wind? When it's it wasn't wind, it wasn't wind, dude. It's just the rain. Okay, all right, because it was windy here, and I just assumed. No, 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 it wasn't windy there. Yeah. All right, so the rain and all, and so many things could go wrong, and something's you know, Gano's not right. So I didn't understand that, but just having Devito out there and, and having no trust in him, it's just comical, well, Chris. It's freaking comical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the, the biggest issue I had is that, like you said, um, you got a guy come, you elevate in front of the practice squad. He's your backup. You know, Tyrek, it takes one play for DeVito to be in, and that one play happened. And, look, I understand scaling back the game plan, obviously, and you're going to focus on running the ball and maybe short screens because you don't want DeVito. But there has to be a time in the game where you have to take and throw the ball down the field a little bit. There could have been a few times where I was sitting up in the booth saying, 
dude, if they do a play action here, right. even with Walla out, we'll get the Walla, you know. I said a few times, dude, you do a play action here, Jets are going to be jumping out of their shoes. Yeah. It's got to be there because the Jets, all you see is run, run, run. So that was probably my biggest issue too. Why do you have him on the roster if you don't even trust? Now, Dable came out and he even admitted at halftime, they said, we're just going to run the ball with Barkley and defense. Look, it almost worked, right. but right. I don't necessarily agree with that. Like you got to take, you got to, you got to, uh, Jerry, if they make a few third downs in the second half on third and fives, third and four, forget about the zone reads. DeVito tried that a few times. Once he scored a touchdown, a couple of times he got stuffed. Yeah. After he got away with it one time with the touchdown, Jets won't go a lot out again. Right. But if you make a few third downs, conversions by throwing the ball, even if it's a four yard, whatever it might be, you win the game because now you're eating up more clock. They don't even have that at the end. But it, that, I mean, they just threw that out the window. It was just like, no, we're just going to keep running it with Breida and Saquon. And, and the defense, we're, we're putting this on the defense to win the game, which I agree with, but not every play. Right, right, right. If you, if you if you really you know it's unbelievable, Jerry. I'm gonna tell you this, dude, because I watched the whole play develop. There was one play where Devito threw the ball that was deflected at the line, knocked. The, Jerry, I'm telling you, yeah. Saquon put a move. I think it was on Quincy Williams. Did a little choice route, and Devito was throwing it right out. That's a touchdown. I read your tweet right after you did it. It's yeah. a touchdown yeah. all the way, dude. I there was nobody there. Jerry, if not a touchdown, maybe somebody gets it from behind. But it's deep in Jets territory, okay? Yeah. yeah. And the Giants win the game. That would have been more points, yeah. more, most likely, most likely, right? Right. So the and then after you know, some of the throws, I get it. You lost confidence, but like you said, dude, why is he on this roster? Then why is he on the practice squad? Why was a veteran who a couple of guys tried out and you got Colt McCoy still out there? Why was a veteran not brought in then? Right. That's the bad look. You know, you know, you can't have a game you finish minus eight yards passing. Yeah. I don't care who the quarterback is. So that's the bad look personnel-wise from Shane and Dable. I'm sorry. You know, you can't and, and like I said, I, I, I agree with Dave's okay with, with the rain, the conditions, the Jets defense, and all that stuff. We're gonna run the ball and we're gonna lie in the defense to win this game. I, okay, I, I agree with that, but there has to be a few plays. Where hey, we gotta loosen up a little. Gotta keep them, gotta, gotta keep them honest somewhat. Anything. I don't care if we throw sixty yards down the field. Anything. Yeah. I just launch a go route. If it works, it works. If it, you know what I mean, or something. But it was at the point where, like you said, it was that Joe Judge feeling like we're just gonna all was all that was missing was the time the Giants were inside the five and Devito didn't do a do a keeper for yeah. three yards. Yeah, it felt like a, it felt like Jake Fromm was back there. Like, oh, he you know he left it on the defense, and 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 only. What's unbelievable, Jerry, is that it almost worked. This yeah. strategy, yep. And you could agree with it, not agree with it, um, but it actually almost worked. As far as Gano, look, Grant told him he's good. Now, is it, is it me, I, me personally, Jerry? I think it's a little mental and physical. Yeah. Now, you know. Yeah. But it's not like you know. Grant went up to table and said, you know, uh, they always check him again. He from forty seven. Where, where are we good from? Uh, we're good from fifty three, whatever, fifty five. Well, okay. 47 yarder comes up. McGay tells Dable he's good. You know, he's good. Graham's good. So, okay. So he's healthy. He's out there. So Graham's he's gonna run him out at a game where points were premium. And I had no issue with the 35 yarder at the end. I know fans are saying, well, they should have gone for it. The 35 Absolutely. yarder is a high school, a high school kicker can make that, Absolutely. guys. Come on. 
and and yeah. you go up six with 24 seconds left and they Game's need a touchdown. Over. Game's over. over. Right. Game's over. That one to me was like, all right, look, I know you all want to go for it, but then you don't get it. And then they come down and do what they did. Then you're killing Dable for that. So your kicker has to make a 35 yarder guys. Um, the, the only issue I had was with the, the previous one, but you know, obviously the biggest issue in that game was just having Tommy DeVito do this. Like, what are we doing? You know, like you know, we have a quarterback that you have no faith in playing and, and it could have happened. You know, the, the quarterback is one play backup quarterbacks, one play away from having to go in and you had, you clearly had no faith and that's what you did. So that was the, uh, the, the, the issue for me. And then, I mean, just the disappointment at the end of Gano missing again, like, Oh my God. Oh my God, Graham, what are you doing? You went from one of the best kickers in the league to, to missing that. Um, holy shit. Uh, and you can, look, that's a fair argument with the 47 yard attempt, you know, the fourth right. and one level is it? That's a fair argument. I'm just telling you yeah, that yeah, this yeah. is a game that both coaches knew points were going to be at a premium. Yeah. It could come down exactly, it played out exactly the way we thought it would. Yeah. Not obviously, not, the, not yeah, right. this bad offensively. <laughs> right. So right, setting right. records with punts and all kinds of stuff, thousand yard punts, and, you know, and, and, and um, but I understand the thinking. It was like, looking at it like, well, this three points could be the difference. You know, yeah, yeah. the type of game it's going to be, especially it was it was pouring there during yeah, the time. Yeah. It was pouring. Dude. Yeah, you know. Um, so I, I, can't, I, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with that. Now, look, I'm not going to the other side, like you said. I would like to see him go for it. I'm not going to argue that. Okay, I understand that totally. I'm just and and that's you. based on what's what Gano's done this year coming in. Like, oh, he's just shaky now, man. He's not the same guy. That's why I had an issue with it. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, but Jerry, you know, if, if you're going to look at it like that, then you know what? Make him inactive and get another kicker. Sure. He shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been active then. Yeah. It's that funny. The, the, faith, the faith you show in Gano, but they didn't have it in your quarterback. It's like, at least be consistent, Dable. Come on, man. <laughs> so What was that? I said, at least be like, you have, oh, you have total faith in your kicker who's been not good this year, and you have no faith in your quarterback. Like, I'm just saying, be consistent. Like, either show, you know, like, hey, listen, this is the kind of year it is. I'm going to have no faith. We're going to go for it on fourth and one. Or I'm going to let my quarterback throw the ball down the field. So that's all. Just yeah, whatever. Well, you know, having faith that a Pro Bowl kicker and a practice squad quarterbacks, too, you know, kind of. I know. Just the year he's had. That's all. It's just that's kind of two different things. But Jerry, then, then you know what? Then what are you going to do? You want you want to release him? Because he's, he's, he's missed a few. He's a guy. This guy's done it. You know, and he's he said he's healthy. And he look. Something's going on with his knee, no question. But, but he's good enough to play. Yeah, he's good enough to kick. You think it it's have, you think it's mental too? I think it's I, look, Jerry. I don't care how long you're in this league. And I've seen it happen with veterans, and I've seen it happen obviously with guys a couple of years. Yeah, you miss a few, it starts getting in your head. Yeah, Jerry, it's a 35 yard field goal. It's unbelievable. I mean, he probably could have had a knee operation yesterday. He's come off the, come off the table and still make that. Yeah. So I, I think it's both, bro. I think, you know, obviously, I, I think he's good enough to kick, but I think it's in his head a little bit, too. I mean, he's missed six field goals this year. Yeah. You know, um, and, and he's he was cleared. He, you know, he was he 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 was he was even on the injury report this week, if I remember right. So he he's good to go. Uh, he just missed them. You know, now getting to that last field goal. I mean, that's absolutely the right decision. You know, there's right. four million Monday morning quarterbacks. Let, let me ask you this, too. The way the Giants were offensively, you really had that much confidence they were going to make a fourth and one with Saquon? No, and that's kind of why I like doing the live streams because at least I know what I feel and I can't bullshit anybody after the fact, Chris. Like, no, it's guys, it's on it's on tape. You could read, you could see me saying, go, the field goes fine. This is what I would do. I get it. Yeah. So, you know, I totally was on board with it. Go up six. They need a touchdown in 24 seconds. Yeah. Even the Giants, I think, I think, could hold on to that one. 
I mean, if it was a 50-yard attempt, I could see, like, what are you doing? Right. You know what I mean? Right. It was a 35-yard chip shot. Right. You kicked that. It's 13-7 with 28 seconds, 20 Jets, no timeouts, and have to go to length of the field. Right. There's no chance they're winning that game. Zero. Right. right. But it didn't work. It was a, uh, you know, but, you know, you go Monday morning quarterback all you want and say, oh, I would have did this. You know, I'm sure there's a ton of people too that would have said, why'd you kick it? If he makes the field goal, they win 13-7. That's oh, a great decision. Yeah, right. You know, uh, that's the right. And I talked to new plays in the locker room after the game. Some were on, you know, presses, some were on camera. Yeah. Some of them away from the camera. And I asked a few away from the camera, you know, what do you think? And they were like, absolutely, that's the right decision. You know, I asked a few defensive players. And they're like, they were like, there's no way they're going down a field on us to score a touchdown. That, that's a game ceiling field goal, you know? So, the other- uh, look, this is what happens when you lose, right? And, yeah. And the fashion they lose, everything's going to be dissected. People are going to be questioning this. I get it. It's all part of the game. The but other- I'm not, I'm not going to hammer Dave's in that one. Now, I am going to hammer him and Kafka, like we talked about. I'm sorry, dude. If you got this guy on your practice squad and now you elevate him, the last two weeks, last week he got away with it, Tyrod, right? He didn't, he didn't have to leave a game. Yeah. Um, and this week he's one play away. And guess what? That one play came. And you look and you coached that scared. Well, well, you know, and you could say all you want about, well, that was the game plan. You know, we wanted to go. And I get it. The overall game plan of we're going to pound the rock and let the defense win. Is, sure. I get it. No argument totally. there. Right. But, but dude, to ha- to be at the point where, you, you know, the last few quarters, you're basically afraid to throw a pass. Right. Well, I don't agree with that. Right. Same. I don't agree with that. He's a so-called professional quarterback. And I'm not, I'm not knocking Tommy DeVito on, you know, but you did elevate this guy. You right. worked out a couple of veterans the last few weeks and you decided to go with Tommy, you know, and he's got, you know, I know Tyrod got, got 99% of the reps in practice this week and all that, but you know, this is your guy the backup, so he should be a guy that, okay, look, we're going to throw a few times. You know what I mean? You have to make it somewhat honest. I'm sorry, you know, and and, and Tyrod, like you said, Jerry, when Tyrod was in there, they were throwing the ball with Tyrod. Right, right. Now, that being said, Tyrod looked horrific. Sure. Horrific. Yeah. He was. He looked like he was scared at times. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. He was making one read and bailing. What I saw numerous times, and then I was told after the game that Banks, he uh, called Banks, said that on the broadcast. He goes, He's bailing the pocket way too early. Yeah, yeah, I think Papa said it too. Like, you saw it, like he was getting one and he was looking to get out of the pocket where there was a few times the pocket was clean. I thought you tweeted it a couple of times too, where you said yeah. that he's getting he's seeing a clean pocket, he's leaving yeah. it though. Yeah, and there was a few times he had a pocket, but he was getting out of there. So it wasn't going to be a very effective with Tyrod. I mean, you know, but they were trying to throw the ball with Tyrod. Yeah, you know, obviously, but that changed once he got hurt. And now, look, speaking of Tyrod, you know, he went to the hospital last night. He's still in the hospital, Dave just told us. It's a rib issue. It might be broken. I don't know. I don't know what the big secret is, if it's broken or not. But Dable says, well, I can't get into the injury. It's just a rib cage issue. Uh, but he's not serious condition, nothing like that. Because, you know, when you start talking like that, you say, well, when is he going to get out of the hospital? We don't know. Dable told us a little while ago, well, we're not quite sure. And then you start thinking, oh, crap, what the hell's going on here? But Dable did clarify that it's not a serious issue. They just don't know when he's going to be out. But I got to be honest with you, Jerry. You know, this CIA approach to every damn injury is, come on, enough. I mean, does he have broken ribs? What's the big deal? You know, does he have broken ribs? Dable said he's just very, very sore. To me, dude, 
you're in a hospital overnight, you're in a hospital the next day, further evaluation. That sounds like to me something's cracked. Yeah, like okay? this. I mean, when, when Dable says that, I'm like, I, he could have a bone sticking out of his ribs, out of his stomach. I don't know. Like, I, I have no faith in what he's saying. I don't know. It's too much with the injury stuff. Too much with the, I'm just not going to tell you anything. Okay, well, it's going to come out in a couple of days anyway. You know, does the guy have a broken rib or not? He's not playing next week anyway. So what the hell, you know? That's so bizarre. But that's the approach they take it. To me, it's like, it's you know, Robert Sala says a lot of stupid crap. But I tell you why. I, I see his presses and I, I read about him during the week. At least he comes out, yeah, this guy's got a knee. This right. guy's got a You know, like, he, I don't get the whole approach of, you know, like, this is the you know, like this is the Kennedy assassination. Here. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, to this day, we're still not getting an answer. You know, 30, 40 years, 60 years, so I was still not getting an answer what happened to Tyrod in the hospital the day after the Jet game. You know, like, what's the big, you know? But anyway. Hang on, Chris, hang on one second. Guys, we're going to take a break. Be right back. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. Listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody gets the biz, busy nano. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, but anyway, on a positive note, you know, it, it broke this morning. Daniel was cleared before the game for contact, and he's going to be playing next week. Now, once again, the Giants, you see what happens, Jerry, when you get into this, I'm going to call it the Kennedy assassination mode, where everybody's trying to cover up this and this, this and that, this and that, blah, 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 right? <laughs> you get yourself in trouble. To me, you get, when you're always thinking like, oh, I don't want to tell the media this, 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 and we're going to not talk about... To me, you can't, it's tough to remember all your stuff you're trying to cover. All your that, lies. It's all the... Like, you, you can't... Lie. It's like lying is... Yeah. It's like when you lie to I someone, hate, you got to remember that lie. Oh, you got to remember that lie forever until, like, you know what I mean? Then well, it, whatever. I'm not even going to say lies. No, I, I, I hate... I'm not even going to say cover-ups. Sure. But it's just like you're always in that defensive injury mode. Yeah. You know, where, you, where you're trying to not... You don't want to reveal anything, but it's tough to remember that all the time because sure. David was just on the Zoom with us, mm. and he just told us that he didn't even know Daniel was cleared to after the game. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I still find that hard to believe, to be honest with you, but we have to go with what Dable said, and he just told us 20 minutes ago that Daniel was cleared before the game by the doctors, okay, for contact, but... He didn't find out until after the game that he was cleared. Jerry, how could that be? Chris, how could a head coach of the Giants not find out that his franchise, you know, hey, franchise, you know, quote, hey, they paid him, right? Big, blah, 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 is cleared to after the game. How could that be possible? It's like, it's not only a horrible loss, and then you hear things like this, and you're like, as you would say, Chris, what the hell are we doing here? That that sounds absurd to me. And if he didn't find out till after, wouldn't he have been nuclear? Would you have been nuclear if you found that out afterwards? I would have been. Well, I would have been. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? I'll, what do you mean? I'm finding out. After, why didn't somebody just whisper this in my ear? Like, you know, you go, into, look, it wouldn't have made a difference. Daniel right. wasn't playing. Right. I see so many people tweeting and trying. Oh, then Daniel could have played. Guys, he, he was ruled out Friday. Right. That's it. The rule. That's the rule. rule a guy out officially and then play him Sunday. I see people questioning me on that. Okay. And Dable just clear. He just cleared that up. He just clarified that. Yeah. Somebody just asked him, you know, could you could he have played if he, No, he was ruled out. Not questionable like the week before. Sure. He was ruled out Friday. You can't turn around and play a guy after you rule him out. There's league rules on that. Okay. Can't do that. 
Um, but it's it was just what, how does that head Jimmy? It just makes me believe. I I just I find it hard to believe. I'm sorry. If that is true, and I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna accuse Dave of lying. I'm gonna go by what he tells us, right? Yeah. But how the f could the head coach find out after the game? How does he? How does somebody not whisper in his ear before the one o'clock kickoff? Hey, Dave's you getting Daniel? By the way, Daniel's clean. You got him back next week. Right. I, I don't know, Jerry. I tell you, there's so many strange things with this organization over the years. I got to be honest with you, bro. And you thought we were past it, though. Like, that's the, Chris, that's the most hurtful part, right? You thought that you were past the nonsense of Gettleman, Shermer, Judge. And it's like, wait a minute, man. Like, you're telling me after last year, Coach of the Year, and we all love Joe Shane, and every, everything is, 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 is chocolates and roses. And now it's like, wait, like, the more you hear now that you have these horrific losses, right? You have the 40 to nothing embarrassment and against Dallas that I thought was kind of an anomaly and said, all right, let's see how this season goes. But that was a foreshadowing of things to come. And now you hear this stuff. It's like, how do I have faith in any of this? How do I have a faith that you people know what the hell you're doing? I feel like George Costanza's father, when he uh, you know, talks to Steinbrenner and says, you traded Jay Buna for Ken Phelps? Like, holy shit, man. Like, it's it's one thing after another now, Chris. Like, I thought we were past all this, man. That's the part that that's frustrating. You know, it, it's it's not just on the field. It seems to be internal too. Oh well, uh, look, I, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean by internal? Like, uh, I mean, I that's weird stuff. But like, Gettleman and Judge, they weren't even on the same. No, page. no, no. I, I know, no, I know. What you mean by I internal. just thought all that stuff was past us. Like the like, yeah, that's kind of a, a weird story to hear today chris that's all yeah that's an organization thing right and i thought that was the kind of stuff that would have happened in the past like the fact that it happened now it's like wait what i don't know yeah very look jerry very strange stuff from this organization man you know from coach to coach to coach this is another thing right look not a big deal it's not the biggest deal because daniel couldn't have played anyway all right so but i just found it strange that's very weird if that's true how the hell does a head coach find out after the game What's going on communication-wise? And you talk about communication, you see the Buffalo game, like, you know, the, you know no communication with Tyra at the end of the half there and, and this stuff. Right. And, but look, getting back to the game, yeah. Um, you take the ball in overtime. Okay, I see people, you know, they even Dave was even asked, did you think about not taking the ball in overtime considering you never take it beginning of the game? But you just can't take a chance, Jerry, of a team getting the ball in overtime and scoring. You don't even have a chance. This isn't the playoffs. You know, if you if the team who gets the ball first scores a touchdown, you know, now the way the defense was playing. But you don't know, right, dude? You don't know. I mean, look at the little check down to um, uh, Brees Hall. That went for 50 yards. Right. So no matter how good, you just – you don't want to you – know, you want the ball first and you hope something good happens. I mean, there was no chance anything good was going to happen, I, I, I thought. And but, our, last, our last memory of the defense, Chris, was Zach Wilson going down the field to get a field goal. So, yeah. Right. Last thing you they know, did. So, I mean, a Dory Jackson. Um, no, goodbye. Practice squad receiver in the overtime. No. A Dory dives into him, doesn't turn his head. Easy flag for the refs. Um, now, Jerry, I, I got a question for you, man. Sure. Maybe you could clarify this because you were watching on TV what, what they said. and The spot. Oh, I didn't get it. I – I know. I see Boomer Esiason saying that the ref has to grab that ball and spot it. What? Not, yeah. Now, 
what the hell? Does anybody know ruling him? And now I see stuff on Twitter. The ruling is the ref just has to go up and touch it, and he can run out, and that's good. I I always thought the no matter like the center can't just put the ball down and the ref spots it. But I guess that is the ruling. Does anybody? I mean, because I saw Boomer saying that the Giants got robbed. You can't just touch the run out. Oh, oh, you could touch it. I, I don't know, but I thought that was a. I, I thought it was a little strange that Jets center decided he was going to spot the ball. And the ref just like, okay, we're good. Yeah, I mean, what did the ref say? Like, oh, that was a perfect spot, center. Nice job. I'm just going to touch it and bless this. When the play uh, happened, I was saying not enough time. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. Like, I think it was nine seconds after he completed it. I think it was nine or 14. I forget. I think, I think it was double digits, Jerry. All right. So I I thought that when he got up, I thought, all right. You might be right. You might be right. It yeah. might have been 14 before the play. You might be right. And then nine when he caught it, and I said, that's not enough time. You cannot, because I've seen it before. We've seen it with Zach Wilson where double digits where he threw the ball in them. Uh, he threw the ball short in a game a couple weeks ago or something. And there was double digits, and he couldn't get up and spike it in time. And the Jets fans killed him, rightly so. So I thought, I don't think there's enough time. And when he got up there, I thought, how the hell did they do that so quickly? And then it was after the game where you saw that the Jets center was the one who did it. So I always thought the ref had to grab the ball and put it down. Um, unless the extremely unlikely scenario where is the Jeff the Jet Center put it in the exact perfect spot for the ref to say, yeah, great job, man. Here, good. We're good here. Bless I, you. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Thanks yeah. for the work here, pal. Good job. Well, Jerry, I got it right in front of me here. It was 17 seconds left when they completed that pass to Lazard. 17. 17? So if, okay. It felt it was way... 17, I'm, I have it right in front of me. It was 17 seconds later. left. So you figure he's rolling right. That's taking up a few seconds. Right? He's firing the ball. So what do you figure? Uh, rolling right, 13. By the time Lazard catches the ball, tackled. Oh, right. Like the nine seconds, oh, that right? was nine. Okay, see it. So 17 so before. Right. Yes. You were right. Totally. You were right. Yeah. Around nine seconds. Yep. They had to run up 20 yards, whatever it was, 29 yards. Yeah. And they got the spike. So no, there, was a, there was a game. There was a game. Um, I think it was in 97. Big blue uh, interactive, uh, big blue, um, big blue uh, VCR showed it where the, the Cowboys were coming down and they had to do to kick a field goal. I guarantee there was um, more than nine seconds when Aikman completed that pass. So, uh, anyway, man, I just didn't think nine seconds was nearly enough yeah. time for that, dude. I was shocked. Was, you know, there was a huge pounding on Thibodeau, the offsides. Now, you talk about that last drive, right? Wink. That's what I'm going to ask you about. Game. Yeah. He, he throws one three man look there. Complete the gap, you know, one three man look. Now, Zach Wilson, to his credit, made a great throw to Garrett Wilson, yeah. who made a great catch. He threw a ball perfectly. And then obviously he rolled to his right, bought some time, and fired a missile over the middle. Uh, but that offsides by Thibodeau was huge. That yeah. stopped the clock. Yeah. Yep. That game is, that game is over if, they, if Tibbs doesn't jump there. And I'm not blaming Tibbs for the loss. I'm just saying that's a huge play. But those, they, are, those are the little things you can't do, though. The little Right. Yeah. I mean, he had such a good game. He shut everyone the hell up. I mean, he was unbelievable yesterday. I was like, wow, wow. Everybody's saying bust. Shut your friggin' mouths, guys. Shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. He was amazing yesterday. But it's those little things, man. It's that attention to detail you got to be careful with. What I what I was pissed off about Martindale on that one, Chris, was I wasn't looking like, like, dude, it, it, you don't have to do three or, or send eight. You could have sent more than three. On that one, like I just don't know why he rushed three. It was like I'm not asking you to send the house and, and do zero coverage, but come on, man. Like I don't know. I, again, it's hard to blame the defense, Chris. He, he, they played so well, but on that last drive, it was like, oh man, like, really? We sent three. All right. 
Okay. So yeah, this is this is all a moot point if Gano hits that. I know. Gano kicks the field goal. The damn game's over. The game. The game is over. You know. Um, so, uh, and look, you know, it's funny, man. I'm talking to a few people after the game, we talk about the Tibbs all sides, and you know, it wound up being a big play. The Jets kicked the field, and you just, you know, you just talked to a few and said, "Well, this is what happens with losing teams, losing right. teams, things like that." It's a culture. You know? Yep. Yep. You know. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, that's what happened with Tibbs because he had a fantastic game. He's got eight and a half sacks now, I believe. And, yep. You know, he had a fantastic. He was playing the run well. Yeah. Really hustling his ass. You know, played sixty-two to sixty-four plays, and his knee wasn't one hundred percent either. But he's out there playing, you know. Um, yeah. So uh, what? Well, uh, you know, Dexter did his thing in the middle again. 20, 20 pressures or something. I was like, yeah. what? I haven't even looked at the stats yet. If that's if that's true, that's incredible. So, um, you know, he was the uh, Jets were down. You know, they lose their center. They lose the strikes. So it was rolled over the center. They got a practice squad kid playing center. Their third strings. I mean, their line was decimated up front. I didn't think there was any chance they were scoring again. And they make two plays at the end. Incredible, you know. Um, so it's just an incredible loss to a team that, you know, everybody wants to beat, you know, the guys you share the building with and all that. Giants, Jets, New York, wherever, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Um, just so, look, Saquon, 36 carries, right? Yeah. Uh, they just kept giving him the ball. And look, they only averaged three points something. But Saquon just unbelievable right just kept giving him the ball kept giving him the ball three points something's pretty amazing when the whole defense knows you're getting the ball every play you know <laughs> i mean that's what they plan with the jets do it he, he had that one chunk play and yeah. he even playing himself after the game typical saquon in that third and four he gains three yards he says i gotta get another yard there i gotta keep the legs moving did you see but, that did you think that at the time like because uh, i didn't I, think that because everybody's you know. bashing i'm like oh my god we're really bashing saquon for this i don't know i, I know look like there was no chance, you know. I don't know, but you know, not to mention it was his thirty-six carry, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like his legs are gonna fall off. I mean, you know, three three jets look like two jets look like they were draped all over him. You know, the whole deal. I'm not gonna go there. That's ridiculous too. So, um, yeah, yeah, and then obviously the field goal and all that stuff missed. So that's so that's absolutely gut gut wrenching loss. I mean, by another team in green. Incredible, man. Yeah. I, I'm so used to the one team in green doing that, and now you got another team in green doing it. It's like, oh god. Yeah, this is up. This two, is look two and six, Jerry. You get Daniel back. Um, you know, Darren Waller. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. Touch touch it with him yet. He pulls the hamstring. And, a different and his, one. It was a different one, right? Uh, I that's. I'm not even sure. That's what they're reporting. I'm not even sure yet. Okay. Everything, like I said, everything is Kennedy assassination mode <laughs> with these injuries. Yeah. Oh, here is a. Here is look when he when he got injured and he was they told us up at a booth he was ruled out immediately. Mm. I said, uh oh, you know. Yeah. So I'm sure we're not gonna see him nope. for a while. And this was the chance he took. Look, it was great getting a guy like Walla, but he was injury prone. He's injury prone. Yeah. And now he got injured again. Yep. And a big question, excuse me, the big question mark with him is always gonna be can he stay healthy? Well, he's been on the injury report all year, but he's played and he's coming off. He came, he came off a very good game, but now he's back at the injury report. You might not see him to Christmas. If this thing is pulled that bad, I don't know yet the extent of the injury, but you might not see him yeah. to middle of December. Yeah, we all know what happened with Andrew Thomas. Um, yeah, what a, I mean, this is a top three loss for me, Chris. Like, this is, a, this is an embarrassment. Um, I mean, no right losing that game. And he said that the Jets are the Jets that got it. I mean, you're a Jets fan. You know, 
your team is stupid. I mean, they they basically let them down the field with penalties, um, and and to to lose that the Jets were trying to give it to them and the Giants wouldn't take it, you know, and yeah. just to end that way, like oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to ask you one Saquon question, Chris. Just one, and I, I want to ask you another one. I mean, yeah, all you want, bro. <laughs> don't don't you feel like you? We have to find a way to keep this guy. I know he's got injury issues, but my God, what is this offense without him, Chris? <coughs> Excuse me. No, we look. We all agree Saquon's a dynamic player. You know, you know, but. Once again, Jerry, that's that's going to come down to the price tag. Oh, what are you willing to pay a running back? You know, yeah, I know. You know, you know. Are you are you saying if Saquon wants McCaffrey money, you're giving it to him? I don't know, man. Well, look, Jerry, that's look. If you're GM Jerry Foley, you might think that much about him. Yeah, I want him here no matter what. I mean, it depends how much other money I have to do it with. You know, like if I only I have, have certain amount, I have the money in the off season. I know. I'm what just, do you want to pay? I just want to keep him, man. I, I Jerry, just we all do, bro. I'm not look. I'm the first one. I want to keep him, but it's going to come down to dollars, like it did this off season where they had to tag him. Yeah. It's going to come down to dollars and cents. Yeah. Look, no, Jerry, there isn't one person on the planet, or at least in Giants world, that cover or you know, or Giants fans, whatever it might be, that says, "Yeah, we got to move on from Saquon." There's nobody like that, Jerry. But you have to consider a couple of things. You have to remember this. And I'm not knocking it, but he's injury prone. He is. And he's going to be entering his seventh year next year. You know, that's kind of in the danger zone for running backs. I know Saquon's missed time, but he doesn't have as much bullets. Yeah, right. Way of tearing like, but you just have to, you know, and how much are you looking to go in a running back position? But you know what? That's all. But Jerry, there is a look, there is a one person that says we, we should move on from Saquon. No, this always is going to come down to financial with him yeah i'll hire you as joe shane willing to go and how what what's their number and, and all that stuff that's all it is with saquon other than that no saquon's dynamic you know saquon we all know that man team guys running 36 the guy he'll he'll win another 36 if he has to sunday against vegas you know that's not that's not the question here man you know the the locker room after the game chris is it bewilderment anger i'm just curious what what did you oh. get the sense okay both. Um, most guys bailed. I gotta be honest with you. But Graham Gano was right there, standing in his locker. He took all responsibility. Dex was pissed. Dex stood there, answered questions. You know, he was not happy. Pinnock too. Um, a couple other, you know, most other guys. They were long gone, dressed and gone. Um, you know, uh, Saquon, of course, he was there, and Thibodeau was answering questions. And some of the, most of the offensive linemen, you know, um, but but the look. A lot of it was like both. Yeah, it was like stunned. Yeah, the guys were just like stunned. You could see Graham Gano was just like stunned. I got to be honest with you, dude. He was just like stunned. And uh, Dex was pissed. He was mad. Yeah, he came right out and says, "I'm sick of this damn losing." You know? Yeah. I don't. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't like to lose. He goes, "I hate this losing. I don't like to lose." Yeah. Not that I'm sick of this losing. Let me clarify that. He said, "I hate to lose." Yeah. You know? Yep. And you damn right, I'm pissed. Yeah. You know. Um, and Thibodeau was just saying, he basically said, yeah, we got to finish. We didn't finish. It's never over till it's over in this league. And he was right about that, man. Yeah. Oh, man. What well, a- say, I mean, look at the third down. I mean, look at these stats, man. Oh, you know, I know. I knew Kiss of Death, too. Kiss of Death. They said, oh, the Jets haven't converted a third down all day. And then they did yesterday. I'm like, here it is. Kiss of Death. The Giants, 2-19. Yeah. 
minus nine yard pass. And mm. let's face it, the Jets kept drives alive with their stupid penalties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and all sides on a field on a punt, another one. Yeah. Right. And, and to me, you know, probably the, the game ball goes to their punter, Thomas Morrison. Oh my God. He was amazing. Who put numerous balls inside the 20, but forget about the 20. Three, he inside, three the five. inside the five. Three of them went inside the five. I couldn't, you know, I was like, holy crap. And, and look, Gunner did the right. Th- oh, by the way, I thought Gunner did oh. a great job. He definitely settled down that position. Fine. Um, but Gunner did the right thing. I saw all three times, man. I was like, oh, that's going to go in the end. <laughs> and Morstead just died. Whatever the hell he does, man, that ball just dies. When, and he, that's him doing that, trying to do it. And he did it. And it's and kudos I mean, to him, man. He was to me the MVP, the damn game. And when you talk about losing organizations, Chris, we talked about for a lot of this year how good Gillen's been. And at the end of that game, shanked a couple, couple of them. Couple so, of bad, couple of bad ones. Like that's what I mean, man. Like you got to make plays when it counts the most. Yep. In a game like that, you cannot make one mistake, man. No. no. You know you can't. And he had a couple of shank, uh, a couple of bad ones there yep. at the end. Yeah. And he's had a great year, but Morstead didn't have any bad ones when he needed them. Yep. He was pinning him inside the five. Forget about the 10, 20. He was pinning him inside the five. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it was amazing. A game like that, field position is going to be – special teams is going to be huge. Yeah. But the – look, Jerry, the Giants did a great job on Brees Hall. They did. Shut him, shut him down totally. Yeah. Okay? Except for the check down. Right. Two missed tackles. McFadden was one of them. I don't know who the first one was. I thought it was I don't know, it was a twenty something. I couldn't I, I couldn't tell who it was. Well Pinnock tried to throw his shoulder into him at the end and he totally whiffed. And that and that sprung him into the end zone uh, sprang him into the end zone. Uh, the first one with McFadden kind of dove at him and missed him. A Kurgan got deked out. Well that's what it was. It was a caricature. It wasn't twenty something, it was a caricature. Well, he kinda got deked out, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um and then McFadden kind of launched himself at him and missed him. Yeah. Then the big one, though, around a 25, I guess, yeah, around Pinnock. that, was yeah. Mason Pinnock. Yeah. Well, he's second on the team in missed tackles, Pinnock. And uh, he kind of launched his body at him and, with his shoulder. Didn't get him down, and, and Brees went the rest of the way. Yeah. So that's all he did the whole game until the end, too. And that was all he did was a, a check down. You know, what's basically Zach was doing all the damn game was just checking down when he could. Yeah, and your, uh, and your best player. And it's your best player doing it too. So, um, all right. Uh, what else we got? Anything else on this disaster? Uh, no, that's it. So, yeah, I know. Um, so that's it. Two and six to me, the season's over. Yeah, I, I know the NFC third wild card is still, uh, but you know, to me, that was, that, that was the final nail. I hope I'm wrong miraculously somehow, but, uh, um, no, I feel the same way. I feel yeah. the same way. This season's over. I mean, we were hanging on by a thread. Like I said, it would have been great to win the Buffalo game. We would have felt better. Every every week was going to be hanging on by a thread until they were like four and five. And you're like, all right, well, maybe we're – all right. Four, even if we go four and six, we still have a shot. But come on, man. This is it. I mean, it sucks. It sucks because it's before Halloween and the season's over, man. Um, so it is what it is. Giants yep. football. All right, we'll, probably, yep. we'll probably be back sometime Wednesday. Um, we'll figure that out. Uh, or Friday. We'll, we'll figure this out. But we'll let you guys know. Um, all right, dude, good stuff. Hang in there, Giant fans. Not sure what else to say. Uh, I feel like we say this constantly, but uh, you guys are the best. Thanks for the support. And uh, we'll see you next week. Sundays are Giant Days. Or this week, sorry. Take care, everybody. <laughs> see you later.